Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. Today we continue learning Hodot Halevavot, Duties of the Heart, uh, of Rabbi Baia Ibn Pakuda, and we're in chapter 5, the gate of wholehearted devotion of all acts, and we've been learning how the Yetzer Hara is uh, very tempting and he is very shrewd and he knows exactly where to get us. He makes himself look very pious and very wise and very saintly and he tries to grab us from any angle. So today Rabbi Pakuda says when it sees that you want to clear your mind and turn your attention to acts that will make you worthy of the next world such as an obligatory or optional prayer or when you read the Torah or study any field relating to faith of morals so for example, you're working and suddenly you have five minutes between one call and another call and you decide to take the Tehillim, uh, the book of Psalms, and do some Psalms. This Yetzer Hara, that's the moment he's going to attack you. And it will try to confuse and distract you with worldly matters. Thoughts of business, so thoughts of business are going to come into your head. It's going to uh, start uh, putting buying and selling in your head. It's going to, all your profits and your losses are going to come into your head. And it will say to you, you should gladly welcome this free time, these five minutes. You shouldn't waste them in, in you shouldn't waste them. Uh, maybe you will never have this opportunity again. Maybe you should call this person and, and see if you can do a deal with him. Or look at the newspaper and look at what uh, new stock is in the market. Or, or look at your phone and go into Facebook and see what new trends are in the market. And it's going to take you away from that time that you could have uh, used for prayer or for study. So now is the time to make an accounting with your partner. It's going to come to you and tell you now is the time to make an accountment with your partner or your assets and liabilities. How much you have collected of what is due you and how much is outstanding. So it's going to confuse your head and it's going to take you and whatever you were going to meant to be praying for five minutes for sick people, suddenly he's in your head making numbers on you and then telling you to call this one and to call that one and then this idea comes into your head and suddenly the five minutes are up, you did nothing and you're already on your another business call. So two, if you have, a, so it's gonna confuse you and it's gonna drive you nuts. So he calls him here the temper. He calls him the temper. The Yetzer Hara will bring one of these kinds of concerns to your mind and the time that you free, that you are free yourself for serving God. So it's gonna bring all these concerns about uh, your liquid assets and where are they're supposed to go, but maybe the banks are not paying enough uh, um, uh, 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 percentage of the money you put in the bank and it's gonna mess your head in order to preoccupy you with them and ruin your religious practice. It's to keep you away from praying. And for when you perform it, you will be present in body, but you will not be there in mind and in heart. So it's happened to me many times that I'm gonna, for example, start doing my Tehillim. I, I have a groups of Tehillim that we pray for, for sick people, and I'm gonna start doing my Tehillim. And suddenly this idea pops in my head and that other idea pops in my head and then suddenly I have to check my, my WhatsApp account and then I have to check up my emails and it, 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 it makes me, uh, it, 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 it confuses me. 
and when I was gonna do something then suddenly it's late and I cannot do it anymore. So if the evil inclination does not distract you in the way you mentioned, it will remind you of riddles and involve you in lengthy deliberations. If a person is one of those who, who throws dice or plays chess and the like, the temper will cause that individual, individual's mind to picture some such a game and they, and they will be thinking of the moves that should be made. So it's gonna get you through any way. If you're a person that likes to play, eh, the, the game is gonna get into your head, he's gonna get you anyway. If a person escapes of all the above and is one of those devoted to wisdom and understanding, the evil inclination will bring to his mind difficult subjects in learning and distracting with questions and answers. So if you're sitting and learning something, Humash, the parish of the week, suddenly he's gonna come and start making you think about Allah, something, nothing of what you're studying and gonna come with all these questions on Allah and he's gonna ruin your mind and not allow you to learn. So it is possible for a person to begin an act of worship and finish it while preoccupied throughout with some otherworldly matter. He may ask God's forgiveness with his tongue while in his mind and heart he's anxious to rebel against him. So how many times you're praying and you're really somewhere else? You're, you're, not, you're not there. It says that the Tehillat Haderet, the prayer that we do when we get on the plane, when we're leaving a city, we should do it before we pray because we're all traveling when we're play, praying. So what it says here is that you're gonna be asking forgiveness. Now we're in the month of Elul and this is a time to ask forgiveness for all these um, uh, uh, positive commandments that we have transgressed like prayer, that we're praying but we're really not there and we ask forgiveness from Hashem and He forgives us in, in, immediately. But the truth is that, um, that uh, not even the forgiveness is real because the Yetzer Hara gets into us and he, and he doesn't allow us to do it truthfully, straightforwardly, whole, wholeheartedly. So what it says here, he may plead before God with members of his body while turning away from him in his heart and consciousness, as it says in scripture, with their mouth and with their lips they honor me, while their heart they keep far from me. They flatter him with their mouths, lie to him with their tongues, and their hearts were disloyal to him. This is in, in Tehillim. So at this point, says Rabbi Pakuda, a person may awaken, he can say, okay, I have to take control over this problem, engage in self-scrutiny and say to himself, how dare I, beha I behave towards the, the creator in a way that would be improper towards his creatures if I needed them or if they needed me. How can I, I, I treat God in such a way? How can I treat God this way? For if I approach someone for a favor, imagine that you go to someone and you need a favor and the person turns his head away from you and starts talking to someone else, how would you feel? So this is the same way when you're praying but your heart and your, and your mind is somewhere else, it's somewhere else. Yes, you're praying to Hashem, you're asking for the favor but you're turning your head away. So he says here, that while asking him with my tongue to do it, my attention has turned away from him. Were he to note this attitude in me, he would loathe and detest me and would certainly refuse my request. You go to a friend for a favor and he turns your head, his head away from you, you're not gonna love him. How much more so if he knew that I had 
preoccupied me at the time was not something pleasing to him, but infuriating to him. In that case, his animosity towards me would be greater and he would be even more justified in denying me the favor. So he says here, I would undoubtedly act the same way if someone asked me for a favor and I knew that was in his mind corresponds to what the Creator knows to have been in mind. So imagine if we act with Hashem in, 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 in the way that we would act with someone else, that someone else would never talk to us again. I remember with my kids when they were teenagers and you know when kids are teenagers they have hoods behind them. And I would tell them, like, if you behave this way with your friends, you would have no friends at all. And this is something that we have to keep in mind when we, when we deal with God. Like, the way we're so careless, we're praying, but really we're somewhere else. Like, if someone comes to you and they're talking to you and your head is somewhere else and your eyes are looking somewhere else, the person would, would feel very bad. So what it says here... And the scripture says they are not at all ashamed and do not know what it is to blush. So if a person does this, the evil inclination will then be defeated. So if you realize that you treat Hashem in such a lax way, and if you would treat someone else in this way, that person would detest you, then that would be enough to, to, to take that temptation, to take that temper, the, the, the Yetzer Hara, away from your, from your side for a little while. So I leave you here, and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.